Well, hello, hello, everybody. It's Monday, April 12th, 2021, and we're having quite a rainy day today. Had a pretty good weekend, um, did a bunch of landscaping, and it was pretty fun, good work. I was supposed to be actually working, and I decided to take off to help with landscaping, so it felt good. It felt like when I was a kid again, and we used to work a lot on landscaping around the property that my parents owned. Um, but it looks like this week it's supposed to be a little bit rainy out, which I love because I, my business, um, kind of, you know, depends on sunny weather. So rainy days to me mean days off and I love them. It's like a day to stay in and drink hot chocolate and nestle up in a nice soft cover and watch some really good stuff, either things on YouTube or things on Netflix or something, but it's pretty, it's pretty awesome to me. I had an uh, interesting thing happen this week. It was, <laughs> it's gotten to a point now it's pretty exciting when things happen because you're like, hey, I could share this with my listeners. Um, my family was over and we had a night where everybody had dinner here at the house and it was pretty cool. It was really fun because we have a really big family and they're they're just absolutely nuts and chaotic and loud and they just, you know, love each other and it's pretty cool. So we were all here. And I have one of the kids of the family is autistic. He's eight years old and he runs around like a little maniac and gets into Legos and all kinds of neat stuff. And uh, my one daughter Chandler was standing in the doorway and she was talking to my other daughter Tressa who was sitting over on the one chair in the kitchen and I was in the other chair. and. My grandson, Levi, was just running around, and at one point, Chandler was standing there talking to us, and she went to pat what she thought was Levi's head, and she looked down, and she saw this little boy that was dressed completely in dark clothing, who had dark hair, and Levi wasn't in dark clothing. He was in, like, um patterned clothing that was a little bit lighter like you know lighter grays things like that and she was stunned because her hand went down and the little boy was standing next to her and it went right through him <laughs> and I'm not kidding about this this is not this was shocking for us and she looked up at me with a shocked look on her face and looked at my other daughter Tressa and she was like just completely flipping out saying there was a little boy just standing here. And I was like, okay, it's probably Levi. She said, no, mom, this wasn't Levi. She said, I looked down and I went to pat his head and my hand went through him and he disappeared. She said he, he didn't, he didn't go anywhere. And Levi was in the other room. He was in the living room watching something all cuddled up on the recliner on his phone, watching things. And we didn't know that at the time we thought, you know, he was running around the house and she was just absolutely shocked. She just, she couldn't get over it. She was like, there literally was a little boy dressed in dark clothing with dark hair standing next to me. I thought it was Levi. She went to pat his head and her hand went through him and he disappeared. And Tressa actually saw the little boy too. She sat there and she was looking at Chandler and, and, from her peripheral, she was looking at the, like seeing the boy thinking it was Levi and it just, he just disappeared. And 
it, it hit both of them. But when Chandler validated it, Tressa was just like reeling because she was like, I saw the little boy too. I just thought it was Levi. And then I realized he was wearing dark clothing right at the moment Chandler realized it, that he wasn't real. And I, I didn't see it. So I was just like, wow, this is, uh, that's, that's interesting. So, um, Tressa had brought home this Alexa and we've never had any of those kind of things in the house. And we've always thought, you know, maybe that kind of stuff was evil because it, it, you know, that whole realm with tapping into all this technology nowadays with the, um, the robots are being created, the Alexas, the series, all that stuff. I mean, it's a little scary because you're getting into all that, you know, technology that is becoming almost like, it reminds you, it kind of takes you to, into the Terminator movies, you know, where they kind of take over at some point. And, you know, it, it, it leaves you a little concerning. Plus it, I mean, it all kind of ties into the beast system, what I call the beast system. And so Tressa brings home this, this Alexa for the first time and this happens. And now granted, we all have experiences in our family often. And a lot of kids were here. There were uh, two of my grandchildren were here and actually, I'm sorry, two of my one daughter's children were here and one of my other, my son's child was here. So three of my grandchildren were here and they were all playing. And I thought, you know, I kind of, my instinct was like, well, there's an Alexa in the house and also there's kids and maybe this child, some kind of gateway was opened up where this child came through and he is attracted to the other children. Although I still believe that it's demonic. I believe that demons present themselves as children. And that's how they gain our sympathy. And we want to kind of nurture them and protect them and keep them in. So the crazier thing of this was um, everybody left that room. It was the playroom he came from. And Chandler was standing in the doorway to the playroom so everybody was out of the playroom at one point and my one, my youngest next to my youngest granddaughter, Blair walked into that room and she came flying out of the room, literally almost knocked herself out trying to get to us and literally wiped out underneath the table and knocked her head. I mean, she was in a panic to get out of this room. It was like something scared the living crap out of her. And Tressa and I looked at each other and we were like, you've got to be kidding me. So I went in and very authoritatively, I, you know, I pled the blood of Jesus over the room. I rebuked any spirits out of the room. And that was that. I haven't seen or heard anything since. <clears throat> we are a very strong Christian family. Um, I'm, I'm very strong. with um, I'm very close to God. Um, I, I, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. So please don't, you know, don't hate people that are close to God or people that aren't close to God. Just let it be, allow people to have their, their feelings and their opinions. I've always believed that people come to the place in their life where they believe what they believe because of experiences that they've either had in life or what they've seen and witnessed and heard about and even been brought up around. So we all have different variables that have been thrown into our lives and into the mix that have, you know, led us to become the people that we are. So there's no reason to bash anybody for believing what they believe, but that's just how I feel. 
So um, I've had a lot of experiences with God and things that have, I mean, I, and this was another thing too. This was really kind of cool. <clears throat> Sorry about my voice. I bear with me, you guys. I mean, I say this a lot in my videos, but I just want to reiterate, I, I work a, in, a, in a, a snack bus that has loud music. So I yell a lot over the music. I'm always talking very loud, not yelling, but there's a lot of loud talking. And so in the end, by the time the day's over and the next day comes, I have a very stripped, strained voice. Um, it heals a lot in the winter when I'm not out working, but um, whenever I yell, I just, my voice box is kind of weak. It just, you know, I can't, I can't really do a lot to it. I have to baby my voice in order to have my voice be clear and unstrained sounding. So there's times it sounds gravelly or times it sounds strained or whatever. So just bear with me with that because it, that's why. So I just want you to know, um, I'm not a smoker. I've never smoked. I don't, you know, don't, don't do anything like that. So I don't have this kind of voice because of that. It's just because I, I, I yell a lot over either the family or, you know, mainly the, the, um, snack bus. So anyway, um, so I was standing at the, um, dishwasher this week and I, <laughs> I had this dishwasher that's really given me a lot of crap lately. I don't know what's going on, but the button to start it does not work unless you continuously press it really fast and then it kind of kicks in. It took me, I would say maybe 45 minutes and this thing would not start, would not start, would not start. No matter what I did, I could not get this dishwasher to turn on. So I finally looked up and I was really frustrated and I said, Jesus, I need your help here. Will you please turn this dishwasher on for me? I was like, I really need your help. And I suddenly, and then I said, come on, Jesus. I was like, I do everything for you. And I didn't mean literally, but I was kind of like being sarcastic and joking around with him at the same time. And boom, dishwasher goes right on. And this was after an hour of it not turning on. And my daughter, Tressa, sat there and she, her eyes got so big. And I said, see, I was like, I'm telling you, every time I pray to him, he answers my prayers. It might take a little time sometimes. He doesn't do everything immediately, but he does answer prayer. Even something that simple because I go to him for everything. It doesn't matter how simple it is. I don't care if I'm looking for something I can't find. I ask Jesus and he helps me find stuff. He's just, he's amazing. I love him and I'm just, I feel really close to him and really blessed that I have, you know, him on my side. So that's just my own personal feeling. But this did happen and Tressa was shocked and, and my dishwasher would not turn on until I asked him for help. And, and all of a sudden it turned on immediately. So that was pretty impressive. So I wanted to share that with you guys. And for any of the non-believers, just, you know, maybe little seeds there to kind of think about. So, um, so I wanted to tell you about the little boy. <clears throat> There's also a couple of things I ran into this week. Actually, today was one of them. And I found this just absolutely fascinating. This kind of stuff. Now, I will say this. Um, along the lines of Christianity and believing in God, I personally believe reincarnation is possible. I believe that, you know, the Bible says we have one life and one life only. And I think that there possibly could be cases where people could be brought back because they were taken too soon. Something happened where they weren't supposed to die and they came back for whatever reason. I do not believe everybody is reincarnated. I don't even know if I really believe in reincarnation at all. But... I feel that anything is possible 
with God. Like he can decide to do certain things. And I don't think he would want us to even think about it because he doesn't want us to live our life like, hey, we're, you know, we're just going to come back and it's no big deal. I mean, then we wouldn't even try. So along those lines with this, I, I mean, like I said, I, I deep down, I think it's demons. I think that demons can get in and they can infiltrate our minds and cause us to believe that we could be reincarnated. And the information we're getting is from that higher power. It's from the demons dark forces, Satan, whatever, that we're getting this information from. Um, but I read this story today, and it was really fascinating to me. And I'm going to read it to you because it just it's just something to think about. It's, it's interesting stuff. Uh, the headline of it, and it was today, so you might have caught this already, but, the, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't catch stuff, so I wanted to read this to you. It says, five-year-old boy says he's the reincarnation of Princess Diana and has information to share. And bear with me, I'm scrolling, so I'm not reading from a piece of paper. Princess Diana is still so frequently mentioned in society and pop culture that it's no surprise that young people know about the late Princess of Wales. In the UK in particular, her presence is still very much felt in many areas of life. It is felt in particular by one young Brit who feels a deeper connection to Diana. Billy Campbell, the five-year-old son of British TV personality David Campbell, allegedly believes he is Princess Diana reincarnated. David wrote an article breaking down the things about Diana his son somehow knew, despite the fact that his parents didn't teach him about her. The details had him convinced of some kind of connection. British TV personality David Campbell and his wife Lisa are parents to three kids. 10-year-old Leo and 5-year-old twins Billy and Betty. It's a fun-filled household that took an eerie turn thanks to Billy's supernatural connection. From a young age, Billy has felt a connection to Princess Diana. It's odd, especially when you consider David and Lisa claim to have never talked to the little boy about Diana and the way he talks about her. And why would they? He's, you know, brand new to the world. It's started when someone gave my wife Lisa a card with Lady Di on it. Billy pointed and said, look, it's me when I was a princess, he wrote for Stellar Magazine. At first, they thought it was a funny random comment from the two-year-old. As he continued to get older, he made other comments to the same end. He saw a photo of Princess, Prince William and Prince Harry and referred to them as my boys and my sons. To a Scottish friend of ours, he claimed when he was Princess Diana, he used to go to a castle in that kilted wonderland, David wrote. He described the castle as having unicorns on it and was called Balmoral. Hope I'm pronouncing this right. They showed Billy photos of several different castles and asked which one was the one he was talking about. Billy allegedly picked the real Balmoral in an instant. Jeez. David said that Lisa showed Billy another photo of Diana. He shared an eerie story. His mom showed him another photo of Diana, to which Billy said, there's me as a princess. Then one day the sirens came and I wasn't a princess anymore, he wrote. Now you got to remember this is coming from a child, so that's how he relates to it. Billy also claimed that he had a brother called John as the princess. David and Lisa didn't know, any, know of any royals named John. When they looked it up, they learned that Diana had a brother born a year before her, named John, who died as an infant. 
Billy has always had some kind of supernatural connection the family shared. When Billy was not sleeping very well as a baby, Lisa went in and asked him why. Billy replied, because they come and take me, David shared. When Lisa asked who, Billy pointed to the roof and said, they do, but they bring me back by morning. Sounds like alien abductions. David wonders whether his son will continue to have these experiences and continue identifying with Diana as he gets older, or if this is a bizarre phase. Will Billy grow up and never remember this? Could he actually be the reincarnated essence of the people's princess? So that was that. I was just, <laughs> I mean, that stuff, boy, it really makes you think, doesn't it? It's, it's, it's interesting. So I had to read this to you because I just couldn't resist this. Now, I want to go into, <clears throat> you know, you guys, I, I talk a lot about the whole um, disappearances, missing people, especially in the woods and the, in the like hiking mountains, things like that. It's also happening right in towns. Um, it's happening right, like people are just there one minute, they're gone the next. And a lot of people are found in water, which water kind of washes things away, like the evidence, stuff like that. And it's really disturbing. And, and um, I want you guys to really get into David Polides. It's Paul Ides. Paul Ides. He has a show on uh, YouTube called Can Am Missing. It's like Can Canada and America mixed. It's Can Am Missing 411. And he talks a lot about these disappearances that are going on in the world. It's worldwide. Most of it's happening in the wilderness. And these disappearances, there's always disappearances where people are found um, or they're found dead and they don't know why. I mean, there's always bear attacks. There's things like that. But this is something where these people are found and their, their deaths are not explained in any way, shape or form or their full-blown disappearances, just there's just no way that this can be happening. And somehow it is, and it almost appears like it's some kind of a portal that's being opened up and people are being taken through these portals by entities, whether they're dogmen, Bigfoot, aliens, greys. I mean, we don't know. There, there could be other types of entities as well. Um, and I personally believe that we're being used as food and as experiments. I think that we're food to, to these creatures. And um, I just, I really want you guys to get into some of these stories because they, um, we need to know this stuff to protect ourselves and protect our loved ones. So along the lines with David Pilates, I ran into this story and this is not about David Pilates. This is something that I ran into and I find this really crazy. Like I cannot even begin to tell you how this hit home to me and how something in this rings true to me. And I'm not again, discounting God in the mix of this, but this is interesting because of the way people are disappearing. I mean, the one, the one hunter found children inside of a cave of a Sasquatch that he was take he was sent in by the government to take out these these Sasquatch. He was sent in to kill them. And when they went in the cave that this thing resided in, they found bones of dead children. 
And that really leads me to believe that we are being used as food. So I ran into this inter this interview that somebody was asking this person about his brother who he believes was an extraterrestrial because he was being taken or he was taken or brought back somehow and something was implanted into him. So the question was, and I think when they say the Caucasoids, I think they mean us Caucasians. I'm not sure. It does not explain this. Some of the stuff is not explained and some of the names I cannot pronounce. So please bear with me because this is like reading the Bible. Some of these names are absolutely crazy. I just am like, wow. I mean, they need to go easy on the names here, but they don't. So the question was, how old are Caucasoids? The answer, Caucas, Caucas U, and then they have quotation marks, Caucasoids as a Salal race are no older than 6,000 years. Question, how did they, as a race, come into existence? Answer, the curse of the disease, leprosy. Question, and how did they become so wicked and evil? Answer, many thousands of years before the year 4000 BCE, which was 6,000 years from the year 2000 AD, there were many visitors, Muzyad, Mutaltalu, from Makma, Pleiades star system seen as the Pleiades seven star cluster. I think I'm pronouncing Pleiades right. They have been visiting this Makab planet and their appearance is tall in height, up to nine feet with transparent skin hue being that on their planets. Many live under the surface or beneath its waters away from their star or sun's rays. They are pale with stringy fur and their eyes are colorless and they are able to shapeshift and transform into a ghost state. They are the Elohim or gods, God of the Torah, Gospel, and Quran. They are also seen as spirits, angels, and ghosts. Question, how do these Elohim relate to the Caucasoid race? Answer, they bred with them, crossbred with animals too, such as canines, dogs. There could be the answer to the dogmen. Simeons, monkeys, and hogs, porcines, to breed hybrids for body parts for their workers or homo simians, ape man, slash Bigfoot, homo canines, lichens, hunters, homo porcines, and they made the pig from a canine a feline, and a rodent to clean up the dead flesh filth of the caves in the Caucasus Mountains. So they crossbred these hybrids. <laughs> this is nuts. Question, are you saying that these extraterrestrials are in fact the deities of the Torah, Gospel, and Quran? Answer, yes. That is the actual fact. El of Elohim or Theos or Thei, or Allah, or Allahat, or Rab, or Rabiun, John of Yawahim, Malik of Malachim, Anak of Nanakim, Anu of Anu Anaki, gods of gods in their religion are these and other extraterrestrial visitors who have been coming or their sons come as demigods or angels. Christ, world over in all religions, 
That's the fact. Question. Can you tell us why did the extraterrestrials make the Caucasoid leper 6,000 years ago? Answer. These extraterrestrials who mixed their DNA with humans recorded in their Torah, Gospel, and Quran, one of whom they called, let me bear with me, Zeusudra or Utna, Upna Pishtim, Noah of the flood. So that was Noah's, according to this person, that was Noah's real name, Zeusudra or the other one or Noah of the flood was born with an illuminated body. That's in the Bible. That's true. Noah was born with an illuminated body. Read in the book of Enoch, shining crystal and would transfigure shape shifts when he becomes excited or aroused. Now what they do not tell you in the Bible, Genesis is when Ham walked in on his father, he was in a transfigured state. Genesis nine twenty through 25. I think every one of us has, has wondered why Ham was cursed because he walked in on Noah. Nobody has ever had the answer to that question. Question, what does this have to do with the above question number one? Answer, well, the facts are he was called perfect in his genealogy, Genesis 8, 9, because of his genetic code of being two-thirds extraterrestrial. Question, what does that mean? Answer, well, the extraterrestrials that bred with the seed he was from, the it's called the en, Enlilites, were from the disagreeable side called cherubim. Now that's funny because Satan was actually a cherubim. In their Torah, Hebrew Strong's number 3598, Kima, Kima Pa Karabu, the cherubim, Hebrew Strong's number 3742, Ezekiel, Ezekiel 1 and 10, note their wingspan, 15 feet, 1 Kings 629, 32, 729, same as in Zechariah 5, 1 through 2, 15 feet by 30 feet, Ezekiel 9, 3, 11, 22 through 23, they used crafts and flew from Pa Makma, the the Pleiades star system. They did not cooperate with this planet's rules and caused much mischief and bloodshed to feed their cannibalism. Leviticus chapters 1 through 10 and spread of disease and sickness. Leviticus chapter 13. This is actually, they're backing this stuff up by biblical scriptures. This gets scary. Question. So the Pleiadians are the overlords of the Caucasians. Are there beings above them? Answer, actually, these Makmayu Pleiadians were under the control of their overlords, Mutnanyu, Dragonians, who ate them for food. Get this, Dragonians, Satan, that old dragon, as referred to in the Bible. So the Makmayu Pleiadians promises their overlords a replacement for food other than themselves. That's why there are so many instances of cooking humans in pots and pans in the Bible. This rapture is the reaping of this new cattle. Pa Kakasnadu, the Caucasoids, in the year 2000 AD, which actually happened out in Nome, Alaska. They have six months of darkness, so it's easier to abduct without being seen. Think of all the abductions I just talked about, the disappearances.
The Makmayu Pleiadians also had a plan to create this germ man that would kill their overlords. Pa Matnan pa, 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 Yu, the Dragonians who would eat the diseased meat and kill them off. However, it did not work. Pa Tarak, I was there, which is here. That's the reference. 57, the cursed seeds of Kakayu Caucasoids called Kananyu Canaanites were only given 6,000 years to repent or die. 6,000 years to become civilized, which ended in 2000 AD. They chose Mawat, death, over Anak, life, and their own gods, El Shaddai, and the Anakim, Raphaim, Anaku, Anaki. Anaki, Malek, Malak, returned in 2000 AD, and he raptured 144,000 of them to take and use for food, as in the days of old. These reptilians, called Mutnanyu Dragonians, made a deal with the Makmayu Pleiadians to offer 300,000 people each day since 2003 AD for food. This is crazy. Do you guys know how many people have seen real reptilians? Police officers in stopping people that have eyelids and eyes that change right in front of people. They're seen all over the world. Listen to this, guys. Really take this in for a moment. Don't just discount this. Take this in for a moment. Pura Taraqua, Atlantis. The overlords were Dama Barahuru, brain eaters, and sent Merm this these names, Mermad U Greys. So the brain eaters sent the Greys to hunt mortals and offer them as Bara food for Pagadadu, the gods. The brain eater Pa Mutnatnu, the reptilians of Drago star system called Dragoman Leviathan. Dragon worked with the overlords of the Caucasoids clans. They were Makmahu Pleiadians of the constellation Taurus. That's scary because I'm a Taurus. Called Luciferians, the Mak Mukrabu children who became their Elohim gods, Malachim angels, their Rabbim overlords, and Kohanim teachers. So they were the Palladians of the constellation Taurus, called Luciferians, became the gods or angels, overlords, and teachers. In the time names changed, and one Lahaj language became many Lasanhat tongues. Anaku became Anak to become Elohim, to become Yawahim, to become Rabion. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that one right. Adanim to Rabim, who taught mortals who became Nabim, then El Shaddai, on to Allah from Elo, Eloah from El, and on and on. These are all like the names of God. The overlords True nature was washed from the minds of the mortals. That gets me. Think of this statement. The overlord's true nature was washed from the minds of mortals. Think about that. Actual fact, intelligent design, divine design, or plot of aliens, series number 46. The race of wicked, evil Adamu, Adamites 
are doing all they can to keep from teaching you that which is yours and your cure of them and their lies and deceptions, their religions of God in their own image, image and likeness. <laughs> the white race and tribes of Adamites, and it goes into other names and hang on, I just lost my place. Give me a second here. Sorry about this. Just got a little bit upset. Okay, the white race and tribes of Adamu, Adamites, Quananu, Canaanites, Shahathu, Sethites, Anashu, Enoshites, Kanu, Canaanites, these are all ones that are listed in the Bible, to list just a few of the Bible names of the last race made on earth 6,000 years back from 2000 A.D., they were made in the image of their makers, the Makma'u, Pleiadians, who are pale white with transparent fur as found in their own Bible. The book of Job 9, 9, 38, 31 through 32 and Amos 5, 1, 5, 8. These beings, I'm going to go down here for a minute. These beings made a humanoid in their own image that is to look like themselves. The Nordic from Old English means North, Muwaru, pale ones and oversaw I'm going to click this I'm sorry I'm doing that to you and oversaw by another group of Makmayu aliens known as the Anaki from Nibiru which is a real planet Nibiru is a real planet guys Oh my God, who did the genetic grafting and separating of the Nordics with the Sans people of South Africa to make the Adamites or ruddy, flush, rosy, reddish, pinkish, white race. And later involved were the Monotnu Dragonians from Draco star systems and reptiles who lived with the Anaki. So the Anaki and the the dragons or the... the um. The dragon race or the um, reptilians, they actually live together. So in fact, the Bible, and I don't know how many of you know about this stuff. I know so much about it and I can share it with you. If you have any questions, please message me and I will get into this whole thing. I mean, even if you have a request, I will start, I will start from the very front, you know, the very beginning of all this and explain it all. So in the fact, the, so in fact, the Bible and Quran's use of the pronouns we, us is speaking about a plural of beings, Muzad, Muthalayal, you, involved in the making of the Adamite race. We are the Adamite race. We came from Adam. The label Salah, white race, made covenants with their makers, deals with aliens to protect them if they would offer Bashar human flesh and daemon blood called sacrifices. Leviticus chapters 1 through 10 also found in Quran, and these Mukmayu, Kamayu aliens, they call God, are also not only carnivorous, yet they were and are still cannibals. Eat human flesh, mostly the white and red, is on their menu. Actual fact, the supreme beings, the Melaninite race, series number 27. This is really something. Adamites were born on this macabre planet, Project 24, as a genetic Genetic experiment by Muzad, it gets in other names. I'm not going to get into all these names. Extraterrestrials from the Draco star system, reptilians, Arconians, and Pleiades humanoids. 
found in the Jewish year as 3761 BCE, in the Christian and Muslim year as 4004 BC, in the month of Tammuz, day 6th of Babylonian and Jewish calendars, Genesis 126-27, Job 14.1. Their craft was called Valhalla. Their overlords were called Odin and his son Thor and Frey from their planet in Kamalyat. Where do you think they get these names from and our legends from? Supposedly, it says in the Bible, the legends of old, the men of renowned. They're talking about, God is talking about the Greek gods there. It, it, it all just blends together, guys. It's all, everything that we thought was fantasy, everything that we thought was, you know, a fairy tale, it's all real. It's all true. They've just, they've tried to cover it up and dumb us down. So we're, we become unaware of our surroundings, even the phones. Think about the cell phones, guys. We're looking down all the time. We're never looking up anymore. We're not looking at our surroundings. We're not sitting and looking at the trees. We're not looking at the skies. There is an agenda here. Look at the mass shootings that are going on right now. Why all of a sudden are we having so many mass shootings suddenly out of the blue? It just all kicked in again. There was a change in the guard and there's an agenda. They want the guns. Without our guns, we can't even protect ourselves from these creatures, from these beings that are said to come out at the end of time to take over when, when the gates of hell are, are opened up again. I mean, you guys have got to understand this is all an agenda. Even Eisenhower, look up the deal that he made to for the for the the, the exchange of their weaponry and their technology in exchange for human beings lives they were allowed to take so many people a year for they said for experiments it isn't just experiments they take us for food we're cattle to them and right now everybody is so dumbed down and so poisoned by our food there's not even nutrition in our food anymore you want to know why everybody feels like crap because there's no vitamins we're being poisoned at every turn it's crazy From their planet in Kamal, Pleiades star system called Asgard. They had greys as helper and were called Valdes, related by grafting with canines, porcines, and the simians. Actual fact, natural ether energy series number 25. When they say that they're referencing stuff, when I quote the Bible, they're references to where you can go to hear these um, verses. All their gods become one god or Elohim became El, Baalim, became Baal, and then called Yahweh, Adonai from Al Shaddai to Ash Shadid, and from Alihat to Allah on to Elah Rab. The same beings, or Anunnaki, Elohim, Anakim, Alihat, the old ones, the first ones, they came to them from Pleiades star system. The master's secrets, many names. Those who took part in the Adam U Adamite project of 6,000 years ago were from six different star systems. Zeta, Pleiades, Arcturus, Aldebaran, and Draco. These groups were under the command of who and what is called shapeshifters. There's documented facts that people are seeing people shifting shapes. 
I mean, people are seeing dogmen. They're seeing Bigfoot. They're seeing shapeshifters. They're seeing black-eyed children. They're seeing reptilians. These are people that are, that are you know, people that are prominent people in society. I mean, the, the lead singer of the Smashing Pumpkins said he stood right in front of him and watched a guy that he thought was one of his managers shapeshift right into a reptilian. It broke his mind. He hasn't been the same since. I mean, these people are, are upstanding people in society. These aren't whacks that are wacky people that are talking about this stuff. These are police officers, firemen, doctors, lawyers, you know, people that are mothers, fathers, you know, people in famous bands. They're all trying to tell us. It's right here in front of us, all the information, all the sightings, the thousands upon thousands of sightings that people are seeing in the woods of these entities and people laugh it off. They have the audacity to laugh this off because they can't, they can't, their mind will break. Like they can't accept it. They want their reality to be what they've known it to be. They don't want to hear that we live in a supernatural realm. But then they'll believe in the Bible, which doesn't make any sense. They won't believe in a Bigfoot. They won't believe in a dogman, even though God clearly says that there are demons in this world, that we're surrounded by demons, that we have to get up every day, put the full armor of God on our bodies and do battle every day against Satan and all of his, his you know, crew. What do you think these, this crew is? I mean, we're, they're right in front of us. And do you honestly believe that our leaders of our country, the leaders of our country, why do the Democrats want our guns taken away? I'm not, I'm not, you know, busting on Democrats. I vote for either party. I'm a person that will vote with who I like. I'll vote Republican, I'll vote Democrat, depending on the person. I do not stick to one strict party. So get that out of your head. It has nothing to do with that. I'm talking, they are in bed together, guys. These people, there is something behind a curtain that runs the show here. It isn't, I shouldn't have said Democrats because that was the wrong thing to say. I give, I apologize for that. It's, there's a bigger picture here that they're being controlled by something. These guys are the, are, are the faces. They're the front line. That's what you see. What's really going on is behind the curtain, just kind of like in the Wizard of Oz. You know, it, it's something that's going on that, you know, this world isn't run by men. You know, the royal family, the president of the United States, things like that, guys. This, these aren't people. There's no way a human being would have that kind of power. There's no way you have to think bigger than that, you know, but they want our guns. Why do they want our guns? What happens when our guns get taken away? I believe in gun control to a certain point. What happens when we don't have anything to protect ourselves with? When you're out in the woods and you run into a creature and the only thing that's going to stop him or scare him is a gun and you're no longer allowed to have that gun. You know, this stuff is, is it, it just gets nuts. Okay. Um, so they were called the shapeshifters. The Anaki, who in the Bible are also called many names, which later became Hebrew, Elohim, Greek, I think it's Thei, Theo, Theo, something like that. Arabic, Elahat, Elahat. The plural forms for de deities, gods, often mistranslated, as just God and not what is really, not what it really is. Gods, many. 
Mukmeyu aliens. The six alien groups were allowed by the Manjaru overseers to meet and agree at the northeast gateway into the Orion and onto the Sabat-At, Sirius star system, or Aldebaran, which is northeast of Masa Orion, on into Bellatrax. The agreed meeting place was Aldebaran, just outside of Orion's northeast gateway. Actual fact, Freaks and the Perfect Creatures, series number 49. When they say actual facts, it's a reference. Again, I just want to reiterate on that. This is a little hard to follow. Bear with me because I believe with everything, there's an essence of truth to it. I am not saying I don't believe in God. Okay. But this sounds to me like this is Satan's crew. This is what they're, they, this sounds to me, and this, when I, when I read this, I feel that this is explaining Satan and his crew. And this is what they've done. The Pleiadians of Mesopotamia, called Anakim or Anaki, put their grandchildren to work in gold mines. They genetically manipulated, manipulated them for food or, a, or sexual pleasures, as well as primitive workers, taught them how to hunt and kill, how to make weapons and use the great fire. Good God. Man was allowed to copy from the Shemaru Sumerian stone tablets and their own tablets of laws, the Ten Commandments given by their gods called Elohim, who were Makmahu Pleiadians, each one called El or Adon, or the real evil one Shad, and their exalted leader called Elion, their law of Levi, Tanan called Ha Torah, the law. This is the Madamu Adamite race of people, not the Nagar Nadu Negroids. Now that might be the black people. So there might be a difference between us in that way. I'm wondering what that means. Give me a minute here. Let me keep reading. Actual fact, Heikai Hu, his story series number 73. And remembering the laying cursed seed of Canaan's fourth son, Ham, son of Nuke, this Khan, Kanan, Laban birthed Sidon and Heth, and Jabus and Amor and Gergas and Hiv and Ark and Arvad and Zimar and Hamath. These are the laden curse. Mabrasu lepers of Kanu, Canaanites, many Shabu tribes who mixed and spread their marads, disease of leprosy. So Ham's curse was leprosy. Wow, that's a thought. With many other Shabu tribes, world over in the lands were given dominion to rule Gasub, rape, steal, kill for their overload of Mak, of Makma Sabat, Najam, Plady star system, who came to Makab, Mata, planet Earth. But see, they're, they're saying planet Earth, and when they say the name before that, Maka, Makab, Mata, in their language, that's what Earth is called. So Maka. Makab Mata, when I say a name like that, and then after it, I say one that makes sense to you, the, the name before the name that makes sense to you is the name that they call it. So to them, Earth is called Makab Mata, planet Earth, by way of Aldebaran in Orion. They call Mafa, which is heaven, above, 
where their Gadad, God, dwells, who is Anu, Ilion, El, or his sons, Elohim, or their sons, Malachim. These are their overlords or lords of God. This is, this is it. That was the end. Wow. This is interesting. It, it just, it goes into my belief that we are being used as food. We were even created as food and for sexual pleasure and experiments for these beings where I believe Satan fell and took a third with him and they've transformed into these greater beings like Anaki, things like that, aliens, and they present themselves to us as our gods. I do not believe this has anything to do with our actual God. I believe this is the devil. It's Satan and his crew. And this is actually about them. And they want us to look at them as gods. But it goes into the whole thing with the food thing. And that is really disturbing to me. And it, it just, it's just something I read. I wanted to share with you guys. And I thought it was fascinating. Um, also, I had looked up some things on missing people a year. It says an estimated 8 million children are said to go missing each year worldwide. Around 800,000 are from the United States. 40,000 each year in Brazil. 50,500 in Canada. 39, Canada. 39,000 in France, 100,000 in Germany, 45,000 in Mexico, and an estimated 230,000 go missing in the United Kingdom every year. These are some of the statistics. Another one in the United States, an estimated 460,000 children are reported missing every year. Federal Bureau Investigation quotes. Have you ever wondered which states? have the most missing people. Over 600,000 people go missing each year in the United States alone. In the National Forest, you're talking tens of thousands of people a year. Possibly, I think I had read the one statistic was 160,000 people in the National Forest a year go missing in ways they cannot explain. A year, guys. A year. That these people somehow, they literally just one day they, they go into the woods and they decide they're going to go hunting or camping or fishing. And guess what? They never come back. They don't know where they go. Most of them, I mean, not most of them, but a, a good portion of these people, their bodies are never recovered. They don't know what happened to them. They never find them. They don't know, you know... Some of the people, they don't know why they die. They, they can't even, they can't even find why these people died. Like they can't even, you know, even when they take them in to, to have their bodies autopsied and stuff, there's no way they just can't find out what the heck is going on. So this is just, I don't know. I just, I just had to, guys, you got to be aware of this stuff. Like there is a bigger picture going on. It is biblical. It is supernatural. It's spiritual. And it's crazy. And everybody has got to wake up. We have to wake up, guys. We have to stop being dumbed down and, you know, just really pay attention to what's going on around us. Stop looking at your phone. When you're out in public and you're doing things, look up, guys. 
they say most of these these beings are up like they hide up in trees they you know they're not down they're up so they you know we're all looking down at phones why are we all looking at phones all the time and think about that i have a story a, re, a, a listener sent in um her name is natasha she's from holland she said uh, one night i had a strange dream I woke up in bed at night in the bedroom I was in Sweden to find my girlfriend missing. I wake up my mother-in-law to go look for her. We get in my car that was parked in the driveway. I had to turn the car first and I drive the car through the woods and through a tunnel to get to a house with a large shed. I get out of the car to look in the shed. It was dark inside but I had flashlights in the trunk of my car. My mother-in-law stayed in the car. As soon as I turn on the flashlight, I'm greeted with a lot of eyes all over the walls and ceiling of the shed. In a panic, I get back in the car and we drive back as fast as the car will take us. Weirdly, very detailed, I can see my headlights shine on the dirt road with dust reflecting in the light. I can smell my car, an old dimer, and look in my rear view mirror, including the scratch on the mirror, and see that we are being followed by probably 50 or so creatures. This is, hang on a second. Sorry, I'm scrolling here, so I have to do this in a different way. On the way back, the road is still the same as well as the tunnel. I park the car in the driveway and wake up. As I wake up, I'm feeling terrified and I see a creature on the wall in the bedroom. I am awake at this point, so it's even more terrifying as, as through the window, I see the light in the backyard is on. It responds to movement. The creature was on the wall and staring at me, but it didn't move. She actually drew me a picture of the creature. It almost looks like a, a really weird frog that's larger and has a different type of, the head is more pronounced and everything but it, and it's demonic looking it has teeth and that type of stuff and it's black maybe a second later the creature on the wall is gone my girlfriend next to me wakes up at about the same time turns on the light and tells me she had the weirdest dream her dream is she wakes up in the bedroom in sweden to go downstairs in the kitchen there are about six very tall alien-like creatures with purplish capes cloaks she has a weird conversation with them and goes with them somewhere. She can't really remember where and then wakes up next to me again. Her dream was also very detailed, including the dirty dishes in the sink and the sound of the stairs as she walks downstairs. Give me a second. I have to scroll. Got to scroll here. Bear with me. The next morning... During breakfast, my mother-in-law started to ask if we were okay. She apparently woke up in the middle of the night with a strong urge to go check on us, but was unable to move. When she saw the lights turn on in our bedroom, she assumed we were okay and fell asleep again. How can you not move and then just fall asleep again? <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, it, but, you know, maybe she just wasn't, thought she was, like, out of it or something. Things get a little weird when I do a Google Maps search. On Google Maps, I tried to look up the road I had taken to the shed. I knew it didn't exist because there is a river instead of a road and no tunnel. But on the other side of the river, approximately, approximately the distance I drove in my dream, in the middle of the woods, there is a house with a large shed in the exact formation I had dreamed, including its color. 
edit. I don't know. Oh, she just says that she would like to know where I'm going to put this on what channel. That's okay, guys. I don't... So she draws this. Yeah, the, the, the creature is very frog-like. Oh, it, it almost looks like Stitch from the cartoon Lilo and Stitch. It's black. It's got four toes in the back. Five, they're really long and pointed. Five in the front, which are much longer and pointed, but it has the stance of a frog. It has really large pointed ears, um, oval eyes that are very green and like sharp looking teeth. And it's hunched over like a frog. It's on a, it's on a wall, like in her bedroom and it's looking at her. And then she said it just disappears. So <laughs> that's what I have for you this week. Interesting. I went way over time. I apologize that about that. Um, but had to be done because I had a lot to talk about. I will see you guys next week. You have a wonderful week. Might be being wet here for everybody and rainy, but stay in and relax and, and get some rest and watch some good things, including my channel. Um, I will have this on YouTube as well. Look under in the dark. And I want you guys to just be safe out there. Be careful. Be safe. Watch out for one another. Watch out for your families. Understand when you walk out your door, um, you are in danger, basically. We are all in constant. I think we're being observed at all times by something, some things. And there's always an element of danger with people just disappearing into thin air. There is something going on here. So be aware of it, guys. Be safe. You know, be safe from the the virus that we're now dealing with and all these mass shootings that have now popped off again. It's just, it's getting crazy out there, crazier by the day. So love you all. You guys take care. I will talk to you next week. I got another good thing I want to talk to you about next week. I just didn't have time this week, but um, some, some good things next week. So see, uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.